0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: We just had our workout, and uh, our guys are excited. We're all healthy, and uh, such a beautiful setting, I think, when... Our guys walked out they you know they wanted them to know before they walked out i said you know just take a, a few minutes to let it all sink in and understand there are only four teams in the united states four men's teams who are going to experience this so uh, make the most of the experience so
0: you're listening to betql daily with joe ostrowski joe giglio and aaron hawksworth from betql
1: Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G here in Hawksburg with you on a Friday as we get set for the final four. Duke, North Carolina. We just heard from Coach K getting his uh, his team ready for this matchup against North Carolina and reminding them there are only four teams left. It's the final four, only four teams left. What do you know? And Duke is one of them. Um, a lot of people did think they'd be here. Here they are. And they are a four-point favorite in this game against North Carolina, a team they lost to what was that just about a month ago early March they lost uh at home in uh, Cameron Indoor to uh to Carolina to end Coach K's time as a coach at Duke but now they get him again Joe this number moved it was four and a half to open the week yeah it moved down to four it's the only movement we've seen the line it, it went from four and a half to four and then everything's just kind of sat there what, what's your uh what, what's your feeling that line movement that we went we went down in this one
2: I saw three and a half yesterday really yeah that was surprising on coach k isn't he playing the national media right now because i'm hearing the chatters because all, all the stories we know it's about coach k and too. keen he, he knows that too oh he's changing at this stage in his career he's soaking it all in he's nicer in the interviews he's complimenting his players more than ever before isn't he just playing everybody he's still the same dude that he's always been like Oh, suddenly in the last week of his coaching career, he's going to be uh, the grandfather. Like, no, he's playing everybody, right?
1: Of course, yeah.
2: Okay, just just double checking. Just of course is something he is. That's, that's gotten to me. He does have a good relationship with uh, Tracy Wolfson. He gives uh, more information to her on the court than like any other sideline reporter that I've ever seen. Um, but as far as the number, that's surprising. So that would tell me that your sharper betters are backing the North Carolina side public. I have not heard many people talk up North Carolina, and I thought the number would only go in one direction. And since this is going to take in a boatload of money from the public, and that public money is going to outweigh the professional money. I wonder if this starts to climb again. And, and they're falling for it again, maybe. Because there was nobody in that Cameron game that had to bet in North Carolina to win that game. There's oh. there's nobody. And I, I certainly understand why. People just got caught up in the whole narrative there. But I would think that this is going to creep back up to where we were early in the week, at least at 4.5. Would five shock me? Probably not. Uh, it, it feels like most people are just assuming that Duke's going to go on and win the championship here and that north carolina doesn't seem to have much of a chance even though they've played as well as anyone since they've really started this run i mean if you look at from the point when they were 12 and 6 to start the season their ken palm rating was almost out of the the top 50 and here they are sitting in the final four as short underdogs i mean that that's amazing against a team that was expected to reach this this point that they, people figured, okay, there's a decent chance they could go to the final four. So the line moved down was uh, was a bit surprising because I'm not hearing uh, a lot of chatter about uh, people taking the
3: Tar Heels to cover and or win.
1: Aaron, what are you thinking on this game?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that people aren't taking the Tar Heels because I don't have a good feel for this game. Um, I haven't bet it yet. I'm not... I feel like it's going to be close. It could come down to the wire. Um, you know, the whole storybook thing with Coach K and Duke, I could see that happening. Um, I think I would be surprised if North Carolina won. But at the same time, I don't know if I even want to bet side in this one. Um, North Carolina plays fast. They're top 40 in adjusted tempo. Um, another thing I found interesting, the second time they played the two teams combined for 92 points at the rim and they're both good at defending at the rim as well. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a close one. I might stay away from it. The total is high. I mean, I think for this to go over a lot has to go right. They can't play tight. They can't get off the slow starts. Um, so I'm just going to be honest. I don't have a play on this one right now. By the so, way,
2: points bet is at three and a half right now, still. And bet oh, wow. MGM is at four and a half. Like, you don't see move like or gaps like that in final four games.
1: So, to go back to you said you wouldn't be surprised if it goes back the other way and we get to five. Is there a point? Because I like Duke. Is there a point you wouldn't? It's too, it's too much, right? We're at the low end now, three and a half, four. Would you back away if it got to five? Is there a point I mean, you say, I'm not betting the favorite if it gets to this number?
2: That seems to be the buy point on both both underdogs, right? Five? Five. I don't think we'll get there, but we know what the. Isn't the is the public going to go Kansas and
0: Duke? Is that what we're expecting? I know Duke for sure, but Kansas? So let me just. So for sure, for sure, like you don't think people see Carolina as a dog and are like, oh, if Carolina is white hot and they're a dog and I'm getting four and a half points, you don't think there's any public money going there? Not
2: a ton. Okay. I think it's going to be mostly Duke money.
0: Okay. I mean, it, if there's one team where it's going to be on the other side, it's it's Duke. Like that makes sense. But yeah, that was my first thought when the line first came out. I was like, oh, maybe it'll be some public Carolina as a you know longer ish dog, not a short you know totally short dog, couple possessions.
1: But let me throw some um, some trends at you guys. See which ones which ones pop to you. Um, so I think there's going to be like the natural. Hey, it's Coach K against Hubert Davis, right? Hubert Davis, the only one of these four coaches hasn't been here. Yep. I thought this was interesting. I don't know if this is just coincidence. Just the lines are a little inflated. Coaches making their final four debut. Last ten seasons, seven mm-hmm. one and one against the spread. Just, wow. just, yeah. You would, you would think they're, they're coming out of nowhere, right? This is their first time. They're not probably what a big time school, but no, seven one and one. First appearance in the Final Four. My my
2: my first thought, without even seeing the list, is there's an overreaction in the market to that that you're going to. That's what I was thinking. The rookie coach, and they get a, a couple extra points of value in the point spread. Mm-hmm.
1: The other one I thought was interesting, and this kind of this is the Carolina side again. Eight teams, eight seed or lower in the Final Four against higher seeds, two seven and one against the spread. This is where it dies for the team in uh, the Carolina spot. 2 That so, makes perfect
0: sense. And we've talked about, like, is Coach K, how much is Coach K actually coaching anymore? Where, if anywhere, do we expect to see a coaching mismatch? I think the, the public narrative would be that, oh, it's a coaching mismatch in favor of Duke. But either way, where do we expect to see that coaching <laughs> mismatch, if anywhere? And the I'll just follow that up by saying there's been a lot of talk about Duke's been going between man and zone, and we may have said this yesterday, but Carolina faced that same zone twice this year also, so it's not going to be a surprise. against Syracuse. The Syracuse 2-3 zone is what we're talking about. But as far as a coaching mismatch, where do you think we would see that? Is it just in crunch time? Is there any particular area where it could be like, oh, I think this
1: team or that team has the edge because of the coaching here? So my guess would be, and I was reading a story this morning about Coach K and his his marathon film sessions that he does after a game, and he still does them. Isn't this a pregame thing? Like, I don't know if we're going to notice it during the game. Like, there's some sort of an adjustment. I think if if there's an advantage, he's going to give them based on what happened the last time they play. Like, he's got to see something in what because they torched them. I mean, you get, they get ninety four points at home in that game on March fifth. So I, I would say it's. Something not in the game, it's before. An adjustment he sees, a way to slow them down a little bit. I I don't know how he's going to do it or they're going to do it because they got torched. I mean, 94 points, a lot of points to give up.
2: Yeah, I mean, and and I think to the, the point on the total, that's why a lot of people are hesitant to jump on the under. When we look at the pace of these two teams, we have a sample of a couple of regular season games. The Duke win, they score 87. North Carolina win, they score 94. So the thinking is that we're going to see that for a third straight time. I, I think it actually, I know the pace is going to be up there completely different than what we're going to see in the first game, but mm-hmm. it's still the final four and you still have that same backdrop. I, I, th- I think you're going to get, you're getting a better number here. Uh, maybe a better opportunity to take the under, even though most people are going to be scared to. So
1: what are we at now? One. Third uh what what number are we had on this? One fifty. What's what's the total you guys are seeing? Yeah,
3: because I I mean what's I could more? just think with this total, if yeah. they play a little tight, they come out a little slow, um, maybe it's a first half under.
0: Well, it's definitely definitely playing that because, you know, system play. But I do so, like the uh
3: hashtag like the overall, system
0: play. I do like the overall game under too for, for the reasons you guys uh mentioned. Cause like I had the same like exact reaction and progression that Joe just mentioned. Oh, maybe i look at the under, Then you look at those two box scores and you're like, Ooh, I don't know. But I th- that could work in your favor for going under in this game. Right.
2: Yep. Uh, I see, man, there's a 151 and a half. So are we going to keep climbing?
0: Right. Isn't it public like Carolina Duke? Isn't everyone betting the over? Well,
1: like they're going publicly- to look at
2: the two scores
0: from this year. I, oh,
1: oh. And the last time, and Why? think of how many people, casual fans, watched that last game. Saturday night, wow. Coach K's final home game. We tried to avoid it because we were nauseated by it. But like the average sports fan, they're like, I got to watch this. this is the last time I was seeing Duke, Duke North Carolina. Yep. So the last time you watched them play, they put up, what, 170 something points? You're probably yep. like, 151. This is nothing. Yeah. What
3: did you bet the first half? under at, Paul. Did that one move? Like, should I There's, wait and try to get a better number? It's at 71 right now.
0: I believe I got 71 or 71 and a half. Okay. So it's kind of stayed. Yeah, it's basically the same. It hasn't moved much, if at all.
2: The, um, at that first game, eighty-seven, sixty-seven. that's just barely over the number that we have here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: 80 to 70 is under. Like, I'm, I'll take my chances. I don't mind that at all. Uh, what do we? I know it was just, like we said, nobody was betting on North Carolina in that Cameron game. Of course not. The line was 11 and a half that game oh. at Duke. Now we had a neutral court and North Carolina is playing their best ball, but it's three and a half.
1: Has, have the teams changed that much <laughs> in a month? Right. I say no.
0: Like it's I mean, is it coming down any further? Because at three and a half, I am intrigued on the Duke side. I will yeah. say that there's no way it's and a half. Right? There's no way it keeps coming down.
2: I would think not. I I would think that's the floor. Yeah. A juice so if Carol- three. And a half.
1: If Carolina does this and they pull this off over the next four nights, they would be the longest uh, shot pre-tournament to win in 25 years. 100 to one entering the tournament Is that Nova 85 uh no. no I guess that's pre um this time period so the, in the last 25 years the current one is UConn 2014 the 95 uh, to one UConn team
0: I'm laughing because I was born in 85 I was like I'm not 25 so yeah exactly. longer
1: than 25 years ago nope <laughs> we're, t- we're too old for that
2: yeah and uh we hit it yesterday but we're, we're big fans of the Brady Manic over two and a half made threes.
1: Yep. Yep. Does
0: does. Is there some beef there? Did I, did I steal your pick? No, he <laughs> <you> just <laughs> didn't mention it under my name. I, so, I don't care what you put, put it under your, I name. I actually came back. Like I came back in the room like late for lightning bet, So I missed you officially giving it out.
2: Oh, okay. So, okay.
0: but I, I mean, I can go the other way if you want, if you want me to like unmush. Oh, the no, bag, now we're
2: so down. high on it. Now I'm concerned that I should go under. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Any other
2: angles in this game that we've not hit? I don't like any props on the Duke side. These numbers are so inflated. Unless I'm going to jump on the under, but yeah, I'll just play the game, the uh, first half under and game under instead.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we're going unders, I mean, I don't necessarily want to go. Like, it's the same theory on the Carolina most outstanding player who's going to go off today. And like, if they win, they're going to need four guys to probably score 20 points. But is it Caleb love? Is it manic? Obviously we'll be on that over threes prop. Is it our, does RJ Davis show back up for another monster game? Yeah. Um, yeah, You know, instead of taking a
2: shot for the most outstanding part with the Tar Heels, instead of taking a shot there, just to pick Carolina win championship, then still decent value. Then Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about which players
3: win the award. I like that idea.
1: So what what are we feeling right now? Villanova plus the four and a half, Duke minus the four. Or are you waiting for a different number? Waiting for the three and a half.
0: I'm already I'm a similar situation to Kansas where I'm already invested on Duke as like a yeah. hedge spot against Kansas. So like I'd like them to win. You know least... what we
1: need to talk about coming up in a little bit. We need to I, I need some help on what I do with the Villanova future. Do I cash it out? Do I hedge it out? I do like him plus the four and a half. Do I prop swap it? We'll hit that coming up. We got the NBA card for tonight as well. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network.
0: These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.